Namaste. Hope you have been doing well considering COVID and everything else going around in our country. Do you remember that time when Manmohan Singh was pretending to be the Prime Minister of our country but it was actually Sonia Gandhi who was taking all the decisions from behind? During that time, uh, the government policy in India was not decided by the cabinet but by a super cabinet called the NAC or the National Advisory Council. It was filled with leftist activists like uh, Aruna Roy, Yogendra Yadav, Harsh Mandar, etc. In 2014, when that corrupt and inept government was voted out of power, it should have been the end of this Jolawala gang's ability to control our lives. But that was not to be. When they lost government power, they took over the streets and continued to torment our country for denying them the power. In this vlog, we'll examine uh, how the radical left has been subverting democracy in India through use of violence since 2014 and how they have been attempting to deny us, the people of this country, the right to determine government policies. Watch this till the end to understand their tactics and methods. नरेंद्र दामोदरदास मोदी ईश्वर की शपथ लेता हूं कि नरेंद्र मोदी फर्स्ट टुक ऑफिस एस प्राइम मिनिस्टर ऑफ इंडिया इन मई 2014 टेल यू द ट्रुथ आई स्टिल गेट गुसबम्स लुकिंग एट दैट वीडियो ऑलमोस्ट इमीडिएटली द लेफ्टिस स्टार्टेड द ऑफ देयर वर्क टू सबवर्ट द डेमोक्रेटिक वर्डिक्ट ऑफ इंडियन पीपल it started with the fake news campaign in uh, late 2014 that churches in Delhi were under attack, being uh, vandalized, robbed or burned down. This went on till uh, the Delhi Assembly elections in February 2015, which resulted in a massive victory for Arvind Kejriwal and his party. It did not matter that the police investigation into these incidents was still going on and the facts were yet to emerge. The campaign was spearheaded by the usual suspects in the Jolawala gang and media outlets like the NDTV. They ran stories implying that Christians were in under grave threat in India. Prominent Christians like Julia Ribeiro uh, added fuel to the fire through their opeds claiming they were scared to live in India as Christians. Do you remember Barack Obama? the American president who is famous for having uh, been awarded the Nobel Peace Prize for just being the first black person to be elected to that office. And his only uh, gr great achievement probably is uh, to elevate drone warfare uh, to an art form and drop a bomb in some village in the Middle East every few hours. This churches under attack campaign was so successful that President Obama with no sen sense of irony at all, felt it was appropriate for him to lecture us Indians about religious tolerance while he was at the same time bombing Muslims in the Middle East. 
there was no two ways about it the church's under attack propaganda was designed with the intention of maligning india and more specifically the hindus of this country because the left liberals holders primarily responsible for them losing power and modi becoming the prime minister unfortunately maybe because of his history with gujarat riots or because of the memory of how the development agenda of atal bihari vajpayee government was uh, sidetracked due to exactly the same kind of tactics modi allowed himself to be bought into these fake news propaganda instead of backing the investigation being conducted by his delhi police and allowing the facts to come out and speak for themselves he succumbed to the pressure and and agreed with these fake news propagandists listen in my government will not allow any religious group belonging to the majority or the minority to incite hatred against others overtly or covertly mine will be a government that gives equal respect to all religions we cannot accept violence against any religion on any pretext and i strongly condemn such violence my government will act strongly in this regard with this commitment i appeal to all religious groups to act with restraint mutual respect and tolerance in the true spirit of this ancient nation eventually when the investigation was complete it turned out that they, these were just random incidents in one case a short circuit had set fa- set fire in a church in another a few thieves broke in and uh, stole from the donation box in another incident kids were playing near a church and uh, their cricket ball hit and shattered the window panes there was no coordinated massive camp conspiracy uh, to persecute christians as was being claimed but none of those who indulged in the fake news campaign and tried to incite religious tensions in the country took responsibility or were held to account by the government they all conveniently moved on to the next item in their anti democratic agenda do you remember dadri or aklak these names were quite were in quite a lot of demand in 2015 and served as the initiation point for a vicious campaign uh, against hindus in this country in september 2015 a man called mohammad aklak was murdered by a mob suspecting him of having stolen and slaughtered a calf in bisara village near dadri in up what followed was an unprecedented and shameless exploitation of an unfortunate crime Every media outlet set up shop in the village for 24 hour 24/7 coverage. Every opposition politician from Rahul Gandhi to Kejriwal to Akhilesh Yadav to Lalu made a beeline to the village trying to extract the most political mileage from it. They all declared in a chorus, Muslim khatre mein hai. What followed was a 4 year campaign till the 2019 Lok Sabha elections to prove this lie to be true. 
activists and activist writers started programs like Karwane Mohabbat and Award Wapasi. Almost every major national and international media outlet produced documentaries and long articles declaring that India had become intolerant nation with rampant mass violence against that particular community. They even established something called the hate tracker which was so full of biased and uh, fake information that they eventually had to take it down. Activist journalists went around the country with a microscope, especially in BJP ruled states uh, for incidents of crime involving uh, Muslims and then magnified them into uh, incidents of religious persecution. Not a week would pass in those four years without one news or the other about uh, mass violence involving cow vigilante gangs or gaurakshaks. They even coined a term to serve their agenda, Linchistan. Hindustan is now a Linchistan, they declared. Lesser we speak about politicians like Gandhi's or Kejriwal, the better. They organized beef festivals and public slaughtering of cows. The propaganda went on relentlessly till the 2019 Lok Sabha elections. Think about it. Have you even once heard about uh, uh, Gaurakshaks or mass violence ever since 2019 Lok Sabha elections? Why is it so? Once again, PM Modi submitted uh, to the left's disinformation campaign. He was angry and outraged at the Gaurakshaks. He called them anti-social elements, those who indulge in uh, 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 dishonorable activities by the night and during the day uh, adorn the mantle of cow protectors. गौरक्षा के नाम पर कुछ लोग अपनी दुकानें खोल करके बैठ गए हैं मुझे इतना गुस्सा आता है गौ भक्त अलग है गौ सेवक अलग है मैंने देखा है कि कुछ लोग जो पूरी रात एंटी सोशल एक्टिविटी करते हैं कुछ लोग लेकिन दिन में गौरक्षक का चोला पहन लेते हैं During the same period there were several incidents where cattle owning farmers or police officers were murdered by the cattle smugglers particularly in states like Rajasthan Haryana Bihar Bengal where cow smuggling is rampant we did not hear a single speech or burst of anger from the Prime Minister uh, for the murdered farmers or the police officers. In March of 2018, Supreme Court of India delivered a judgment intending to make the SCST Prevention of Atrocities Act fairer and in agreement with our constitutional values. As per this judgment, when a complaint is received under the SCST Act, it will no longer be permitted to straight away arrest the accused without a fair uh, process and due investigation. However, this judgment was dubbed by the far-left Dalit organizations as watering down of the act uh, that would expose Dalits to more atrocities. In response, they called for Bharat Band, which ended up in several incidents of violence, rioting and arson. This course of events was however uh, not really surprising. 
Like I said earlier, almost immediately since Modi assumed office as Prime Minister, the leftist propagandists and media embarked on a mission to establish the, the growing intolerance propaganda. This, coupled with the Dalit atrocities disinformation, especially in Modi's home state of Gujarat, ahead of the assembly elections in that state in uh, 2017, the country had already turned into a sensitive place. Peak of this disinformation campaign was uh, the Bhima Koregaon uh, riots in Maharashtra in January 2018. And the judgment on the SCST Act was like a trigger to set off the violence. Of course, the SCST Act judgment couldn't have come at a, uh, uh, at a, a worse time for Modi and BJP. As it did, just a few months ahead of crucial assembly elections in Madhya Pradesh, uh, Chhattisgarh and Rajasthan. And, mind you, riots were particularly in intense in these states. The more, more importantly, this was just one year ahead of the 2019 Lok Sabha elections. So, the Modi government panicked and scrambled to appease the rioters. The constitution was amended immediately to nullify the Supreme Court judgment. And in meeting after meeting and rally after rally, Modi went, Modi went to great pains explaining the work done for the development and welfare of the Dalit communities. And to assure uh, them that as long as he remained the Prime Minister, no one can dare touch the privileges that they enjoyed. अपने दलित भाई बहनों पिछड़ों आदिवासियों के सम्मान के लिए उनके अधिकार के लिए हमारी सरकार पूरी तरह प्रतिबद्ध है एससी एसटी पर अत्याचार से जुड़े मामलों की तेज सुनवाई के लिए स्पेशल कोर्ट्स का गठन किया जा रहा है इट वाज द वाजपेयी गवर्नमेंट दैट पास ए कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल अमेंडमेंट टू सेफगार्ड इंटरेस्ट of SC and SC communities. The strongest amendments in the SCSC Act have been made by the current NDA government. Remember, at the beginning I had said the first video on this channel last year was in the backdrop of the riots uh, after the Citizenship Amendment Act was passed. If you don't know what that law was or its purpose, I had explained it in great detail in that video. If you haven't watched it yet, please watch it now. You'll find a link uh, to that video in the description. But very briefly, this law allowed for a shorter path to citizenship for those Hindus, Sikhs, Christians, Jains, Buddhists and Parsis who escaped religious persecution from three specific countries, Pakistan, Bangladesh and Afghanistan and it was also applicable only to those who had already entered India as refugees before CIA was passed. It so happened that a great number of these refugees happened to be Hindus driven out of Pakistan. It is true that this law did not include Muslims from those countries, but that's because these three countries are either Islamic republics or have a majority Muslim population and only Muslims, uh, non-Muslims in this country face persecution. This would be clear to any straight-thinking person and there wouldn't be any controversy over a law that sought to provide protection to persecuted minorities. But when did our secular uh, liberal establishment claim to be straight-thinking? Their entire existence is to pursue a partisan, Hindu-phobic agenda and to appease the Islamists. 
how can then they let government pass a law that would deny islamists the pleasure of persecuting the kafirs so what followed was months long violent protests all over india but most intently in parts of delhi and in university campuses like aligarh muslim university and jamia millia islamia this culminated in what is now famous as the shaheen bagh protest which then led to the deadly riots in northeast delhi starting in mid december 2019 for almost 4 months the so called protesters at shaheen bagh blockaded a major road connecting delhi resulting in great pain to the general public and thousands of crores lost to the economy this place became a congregation for all sorts of hindu phobic and anti national elements from those justifying the genocide of kashmiri pandits to those took uh, uh, who those members of the tukde tukde gang who professed uh, breaking of india and to those professing the islamist ideologies all this while as the general public was being harassed and the economy was being impacted and the anti national and hindu phobic elements were having a heyday right under their nose the modi government watched on as a mute spectator they were probably apprehensive about using force against a gathering which had women and children at as its face they probably expected the protests to lose steam and eventually fizzle out they probably did not expect it to last as long but it did and what their inaction ended up doing is to embolden the hindu phobes to plan and execute the riots against hindus in north northeast delhi ये फायरिंग हो रही है ये फायरिंग हो रही है The drama at Shaheen Bagh ended in April in the backdrop of the COVID pandemic. Those who were adamant that they will not leave till the government uh, uh, withdrew the CAA dispersed within no time in fear of getting sick. That's how honest their cause was. Fast forward to September 2020. Modi government once again passed a set of three laws this time to reform the agriculture sector in our country. I'm not going to discuss these three laws. Media is full of discussion about them, so there is no point repeating. I limit myself to say that without taking away any of the benefits that they enjoyed till then, these laws provide more freedom to the farmers to sell their produce wherever they want and to you cultivate their land as they want. Many agricultural economists. scientists and many farmers themselves endorse this law as being beneficial to the farm sector in the country as has now become a norm anything done by the modi government for the benefit of the country has to be opposed by the radical left activists and the modi government will oblige and allow this tiny ideologically motivated minority that has no democratic uh, legitimacy no public acceptance 
to dictate how this country should be run. So we are where we are. Delhi is once again under siege. For more than 60 days, all major roads connecting Delhi to the rest of the country have been blockaded. And we have all seen what these uh, uh, protesters did on Republic Day this year. The so-called Annadatas attempted an insurrection in our national capital. The streets of Delhi were taken over by these alcohol-fueled goons with tractors, swords, rods and other uh, weapons. The hapless Delhi police uh, were mercilessly attacked. They only narrowly escaped being run over with tractors. The right word to describe these gundas is not Annadatas. They should rightly be called Annadadas. These dadas went on to take over the red fort, the, that symbol of India's independence and power. And there, they replaced the national flag with their religious flag. Ideally, I shouldn't have to, but I'll point out just one thing anyway. In a democracy, citizens of a country are the ones who rule. It is they and only they who have the right to make or remove any law. And they do so through their representatives in the legislatures. In our country, uh, the parliament and the state assemblies represent the legislatures. They represent the people and what they want. You may think people sitting in our legislatures are stupid, corrupt or criminals. They might be passing laws that in your uh, assessment do not make any sense. They may not be doing a good job and you may think as a self-proclaimed intellectual you can do a better job than them. But tough luck because you have not been interested by the people of this country to make laws for them. If you think you have a better vision and can do a better job than the current lot, there is only one way to do that in a democratic setup. Convince the voters. Convince them to believe in your vision. Convince them to vote for you or to somebody who commits to implementing your vision. That's the way democracy works. That's the only way democracy can work. Working to undermine the authority of the parliament or the assemblies is nothing but an attempt to undermine democracy. It is an attempt to steal the right of people to rule. It is a form of colonialism imposed by a bunch of unelected elites uh, to serve their vested interests. That should never be allowed to happen in a decent society. If you look at the people uh, involved in all the radical left uh, fueled agitations and riots that have happened in this country ever since Modi was elected as Prime Minister, you will come across many common characters working in the background. Yogendra Yadav, Arundhati Roy, Harsh Mandar, Medha Patkar, etc. Many of these people at one point or the other in the past have tried to get themselves elected uh, and have so badly been rejected by the people uh, that there is no doubt left about their public acceptance. Take Yogendra Yadav for example. He is a prominent member of the radical left gang. He contested the 2014 Lok Sabha elections. At that time, he was in the Amadmi party. 
he no he not only lost the election he came fourth and couldn't even recover his deposit during the election campaign he is famous for saying if people vote for narendra modi and make him pm desh mein aag lag jayega i think it was not a prediction but more of a warning and what we have been seeing since 2014 from yadav and his friends is an implementation of that warning another example is medha patkar she was also in aam aadmi party and contested 2014 lok sabha elections from mumbai she did not even manage to get 10% of the poll votes do you see a pattern here all these failed direct and indirect politicians have realized that they are never going to get public support through and uh, to implement their agenda through a democratic process so after being completely rejected by people they are now using street power uh, to blackmail the country into accepting their agenda just look at the current farmers protests it it's only a small fraction of farmers from two or three states who have a problem with the new laws and the government has bent over backwards trying to accommodate them they have even agreed to suspend the implementation of the farm laws for one to one and a half years but the so called farmers do not wish to negotiate they are adamant that they just want these laws gone how can farmers of two or three states dictate what can be implemented in rest of the country is that a fair proposal the modi government also cannot escape scrutiny in this entire matter the first and foremost duty of any democratically elected government is to maintain law and order to protect lives and livelihoods of people repeatedly for whatever reason the government has submitted before the street power unleashed by the radical left when they unleashed the disinformation campaign around the gaurakshaks the prime minister conceded and called the gaurakshaks as antisocial elements when violence was unleashed in the name of scst amendment act once again the government conceded and immediately changed the constitution when they unleashed violence in the name of citizenship amendment act the government again conceded and threw the law into a cold storage and more than a year after it was passed caa is yet to be implemented and now when the annadadas are holding delhi hostage the government has offered to suspend the farm laws that everyone who knows the field thinks are been is beneficial the failure of modi government is only emboldening the leftists they have now dared to break into the red fort what they do next might be worse before that happens it is the duty of each one of us the citizens of this country to stand up and defend our democracy we need to ensure that a violent politically motivated leftist minority doesn't get to decide how our country is run it is time to remind the uh, those in the government that they have been elected to do a job they better get their act together and fulfill their rajdharma this country and especially the hindus of this country have already paid a huge price for turning a pol- one politician into a mahatma there cannot be a repeat of the same mistake we the people are watching hope you like this video please subscribe to the channel and leave your feedback in the comments please share this video with your family and friends 
Your support is what inspires us to work harder and produce better content. Till I see you again. Thank you. Namaste.